What? What's going on, you nostalgic Rubik's Cubes? Everybody's nostalgic about a Rubik's Cube, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Infuriating. They, I have never completed one in my life. No. Nope. Or cared to. No. Nope. You know where I first saw a Rubik's Cube? Tell me. Uh, Bernstein Bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And to my right is the man who literally just woke up from the dead, mm. Christian. That's me. And we've also got Kendra Mickles in the house. What up? You know, it feels like we haven't recorded in like three weeks. It but does the kind of feel that way. The reality is is we're on the same time that we recorded last week. Yep. Yeah, but this week's this whole I way. think it's because I have seen a good amount of stuff and I've wanted to talk to you about it, but... I can't because of this podcast. So, um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and jump right in. Do to it. Seeing Kendra. Yeah. What if your elf okay. I seen? Legolas, what do your elf I see? So my elf I saw tag. Uh, mm, not that funny. Oh come. Oh, well, it's not that funny, but I thought it was a good movie. Um, it was fine. It, it gets it had, real serious at the end. Oh, man, you are not ready for it. It had its moments of, of being really funny um, and had some kind of fun things. But it it's no game night, that's for sure. No, that's I, true. I didn't feel like it. I love movies like these where it's kind of a ridiculous plot and, you know, game night was was one of my favorites, but this this kind of just fell flat on the most part, you know. And I don't know if that has to do with the the cast, which I liked. I mean, I liked the cast individually, um, or if it had to do the had to do with the writing or the jokes or whatever. But it kind of just it kind of just missed the mark for me. I think um, that's how a lot of people felt about it. That's how yeah. Eric felt about it. So you're on par with Eric there. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Thank. I think. Thank the Lord. I think it was also people. Some friends had seen this already, and like, kind of made us think I it was going to be. I funnier. had heard. I had already heard stuff about it before our friends said anything about gotcha. it. So and so I I kind of went in with low expectations, and I mean it was. It's fine. It's fine. But I, it's going to be forgotten. I don't know that Ed Helms is a good... He's kind of the leading man, and, and I don't know that he did enough to make me be like, he should be in more things where he's the leading man. I don't know. He's I, thought, great, I thought he carried great, it. He's great at support, but I, I don't know. I kind of felt like he was... He kind of played it a little too hard. Mm. So... Anyway, a movie that absolutely did not miss the mark was Deadpool 2, which I saw for the <laughs> first time. Um, I think actually last last Thursday, right after our, our podcast. So, um, boy, do I love this franchise, Deadpool. <laughs> he is, uh, I think if, if Marvel, I know that this is Marvel, but this is like, what, 20... 20th Century Fox. Maybe. <laughs> um, but if Marvel, as in Disney, ever made an R-rated movie with adult jokes and blood, I think I would like 
but I think I changed my tone because every R-rated superhero movie I have liked. Logan, the Deadpool movies. So that you just need a little more grit in your. I need a little bit more grit, or if not, I just need some really stupid jokes that are like. Is the second one the one where he has the baby legs? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, and it was just. I, I think that there's like things like, will this movie hold up in 10 years? Maybe not, because there's so many references to things um, that are kind of going on in the world today. But um, things like Brad Pitt being the vanisher or them breaking the fourth wall. Um, it was really good, and I thought Brolin was a great opposite Deadpool. Yeah, you love your Brolin. I like some. I like some Brolin. You know, I thought he uh, was I like, great. I like to be rolling with some Brolin, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Um, but I think I thought he was good, being um, just kind of this serious, you know tone setter and then opposite of Deadpool who is you know obviously really obnoxious and and kind of not you know joking all the time and everything like that so I enjoyed it all in all I really enjoyed it um, I'm excited to see where it goes so yeah uh, that was a that was a pleasure to watch I'd say I would not recommend it to anybody uh, who hates cussing uh, a lot of sexual innuendos and just overall uh, raunchy anything that would be rated r that would make you not want to watch it yeah so it seemed funny i saw the last it, like 10 minutes my whole it. okay that like everything that i don't really like it's not that i hate superhero movies it's just they don't do anything for me is the exact this movie those movies are the exact opposite like so I love them because it's it's bloody so and the jokes if it's going to be funny be R rated you know what I mean like I don't want cute little jokes about being Mary Poppins y'all like all of his wow. jokes wow <laughs> yeah, throwing yeah. some shade at exactly. Guardians of the Galaxy I like well Guardians of the Galaxy are fine but I think there's several jokes in the whole, most of the movies make it seem more cute. They're more yeah. cute related. Well, this than, isn't like yeah, funny. Related. Yeah, and that's not like I would call them. I would call audience. them wittier. Is what I would say. They're witty. Uh, mm-hmm. Witty um, and cute. I, it's fun. Like it's hand fun. Hand. Like it's fun. <laughs> like obviously that has its market. And it has its appeal to most people, um, but I don't particularly care for it. And so something like Deadpool, and even, like, I said I loved Logan, and Logan is super dark and not funny. Um, but it it goes all in with being rated R. Um, and so does this, for the opposite reasons. So did, I like... Did you like the... The kid, because that's the kid from Hunt for the Wilder People, which I keep telling you to watch. Um, the kid was okay. He didn't absolutely. Uh, obviously, he's the kind of the whole thing that the movie hinges on. But I, I had no feelings about him after I left that movie. But uh, maybe I'll watch that movie. 
Uh, you should. I don't, I don't know. Um, okay, and then the other thing, this is kind of like something that I'm not really proud that I have watched, but I have watched it. <laughs> and that is, I've watched the third and final season of a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> uh, so, don't tell me anything, because I haven't seen it yet. Are you ever going to watch it? Yeah. Are uh, you going to try to read the books? Yes, definitely. Oh, is okay. it a movie, well, or is it call- a... It's, no, a it's, show. A show. it's a show. It's a show. Oh. It's three seasons. Um, so I, 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 as somebody who read the first three books as a kid, is never going to pick them back up and has no desire to ever watch or, or to ever read them. I enjoyed this. I don't know how accurate it is. I don't care to know how accurate it is. I thought Neil Patrick Harris played Olaf great. Um, and it was fun and it kind of had, I really enjoy the feel of it. It kind of is like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's almost like a light Tim Burton, which Mm. I don't like Tim Burton, but I felt like this was, uh, a really good aesthetic for the show. So all in all, I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I was kind of wrapped up in it after season one um and so i just wanted to see it through and i knew it wasn't going to be long it's only three seasons and it's over so i enjoyed it all in all i would say it's good you know um i won't tell you anything that happens but i don't think the kid actors are that great i think you can definitely tell they're either too young or this is their first thing they're, I mean, they're not like the kids from from it who were I thought all really really good. Um, so there's definitely some some weak points in it, but for the most part, it was good. All right, and this fourth and well, actually, before I get to this, we all know what my elf eyes saw this weekend: NFL Combine. Okay, Ooh. it definitely lived up to the hype that I put on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> So we had players. The D line, I mean, was so good. They they lived up to it. So Kendra, I listen to this. There's a wide receiver, DK Metcalf. Definitely was the story of the combine. Okay, he is six three, two hundred and thirty pounds. Okay, so big boy, right? Mm-hmm. He has one point six percent body fat. And wow. he ran, and he ran like a a four three one forty. So he'll he'll probably go in the top ten. So it was uh, he definitely stole the show. But okay, anyway, this final thing, and I'm gonna this is where I tie Christian into it. Our buddy came over, and he just put on this show called Bodyguard. And boy, did that hook us in. We watched. I told you you'd like it. It was so, so good. My boy Rob. My boy Rob. With another with Now, another Kendra, you, you made a comment when the Emmys happened that he was nominated for Best Actor in a he Drama. He won. And you said, and I quote, that's a weird move. Yeah, I thought so. I thought he was phenomenal. I thought he did a. That is. He. It's a complex role, 
and he definitely played it well. I think he just I don't I after watching that, I definitely think he deserved to win. I mean, he did a great job of of conveying a soldier after after war with PTSD being in denial. This is a like multi-layer conspiracy theory, not knowing where it's going to go, and I thought he played it perfectly. The way he and the way he acted like you know, you don't know if you know the full story. You didn't know. I like, did it, with him. It did like, a great job. You don't know job. if like he's like concealing stuff. Yeah, I thought the whole the show whole did a great job of keeping you on your toes. You, I never knew where it was gonna go. Um, so, probably one of the more entertaining shows that I've seen recently. I just, liked it, and I thought he—I thought he did a good job. But I just was like, out of all the, out of all the shows, I thought it was interesting that he won. I, I mean, I guess, but he—I, I thought he was really good, and I, maybe it comes from a little biased, you know, <laughs> trying to get some redemption of the red wedding. But you know, I—I just—I loved, uh, I loved almost everything about it. I thought there was some things that were a bit lazy riding, just trying to get from one point to the other. Um, but I can't really speak to anything without giving anything away. But, There's only six episodes. Yeah, so it's six episodes, it's easy but to give a lot man, away. do you feel like you just watched a full 13? I mean... Yeah, a lot way, happens. Yeah, the way they move it is... is uh, was really good the pacing of it everything i really enjoyed it so christian what do you have to say about it um i really like it uh the rob like i thought you know the last episode not to give anything away but the the way like how desperate he is Mm-hmm. In that episode is very conveyed. Oh man, you like, just you like, feel so sorry. Yes. Like I felt sorry yes. for him. Like, and it's like the intensity of that whole thing. Like it, like really gets intense. Yeah. Um. So you know, I I just thought it was a a really good way to keep you sucked in. Like the whole time. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes those types of shows like kind of are like ups and downs. Well, like, I think it's so good that it's only six episodes. Yeah. There's not a lot of waste time that you can put in there. Um, it's just kind of go, go, go. What's going to happen? What's he thinking? Can you see De- him as James Bond now? I can see yeah, him totally. as anything he wants to be, Kendra. <laughs> Literally, if he wants to run for president, let him. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see him as James Bond. Yeah, for sure. I could too. He's kind of, I mean, seeing him from Game of Thrones where there's not really much range. I mean, he's this he's a guy just trying to be, do what's right, avenge his family, you know? And then coming to this where it's like, there's just so much that he's, he, I felt like he had to do as far as like being, you, you can't discredit him being like, mentally having mental problems and his relationship with with the oh my word what what's her job the home home secretary yeah her like 
that relationship was very convincing. Oh, secretary. 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 Yeah. yeah, was very convincing throughout the whole thing. So, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about it. I just anybody who has a problem with it was Richard Madden can come find me and we'll we'll battle it out for my. It was boy fun Rob. seeing him be like the main character too, mm-hmm. because. You know, obviously in Game of Thrones, he's just one of many main Yeah, characters. obviously, listen. Yeah, I enjoyed seeing him th- throughout the whole thing. Christian, Kendra! No, it was oh, Christian. Christian's turn. Christian! Yeah, I also love the name David Bud. David Bud. And the way he says it. <laughs> Kendra, so you're going to be so happy with what I watched this week. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what came over me, but one day I just got on Amazon Prime and I watched What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, did you love it? Yeah, it was oh, good. My word. I was very shocked when he, Christian just goes, have you seen what we do in the shadows? Like, yeah, I really enjoy that movie. And he's like, I watched it. And I was, <laughs> I was like, you know, I feel like this is something that I would want to put on. And he would be like, that's stupid. So I thought it was really funny. Um, I haven't seen flight of the Concords. Like well, you... really watched it. You know, yeah. I recognize those guys though. Aren't they all the same? Like, uh, most... The, the only the one guy is in Flight of the Concords, yeah. and the werewolf guy is in Flight of the Concords. Oh, uh, werewolves, not swearwolves. We're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> <laughs> the main yeah. werewolf guy is like their manager in Flight of the Concords, and then uh, I I can't remember what his character is, but the one who was like a, all talking about like the beast and like who's like the ladies' man. Yeah. he's. Sure. Yeah, Jermaine. Yeah. yeah, he's in Flight of the Concords. And then the other guy uh, is Taika Waititi, who is the director and directed like Thor Ragnarok and all yeah. that stuff. I think we talked about how much you love him yeah. before on Top the podcast. Three. But Top three. Uh, yeah, his uh, he was pretty hilarious in the like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he probably had some of the funniest scenes in this movie, like when he like, I, he always bites the um or gets the artery so blood spews out everywhere. Yeah, he was he, like, like trying to like keep everything clean and then it just like went everywhere. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I forget like just some of his like <laughs> reactions to things, like when I don't uh, I'm trying to think of one in particular. But, like, the way he reacts is, like, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, well, that sucks, but I'm not really affected because I'm immortal. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Uh, you know the the cops in that movie that came to their house to, uh, you know, the cops that show up, but they, like, don't see anything that's actually there? Oh, yeah. They've made a show uh, uh, based on them. It's called Wellington Paranormal. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I couldn't see anything. But yeah, that was really funny. I enjoyed it. The characters are all good. I enjoyed all of the characters in that show. Um, it is really funny. Like This like picture of all of them is pretty iconic that they show towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> with them all. <laughs> with Peter, his... 
I love the guy. The, the guy. really old Nosferatu. What's yeah. the guy? What's the guy's name that just like hangs out with him and he's Stu. Oh, Stu. He's yeah. The human. Yeah, I love yeah. Stu. <laughs> it's funny how they love Stu as well, or how they grow to love Stu. <laughs> so yeah, I I enjoyed that a lot. So that was a kind of surprise, I guess, because wasn't really didn't think I'd ever watch that. So. Well, I'm proud of you. Yeah, and then Tag, obviously, it was a lot less funny. But I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too. I don't think I'll watch it again. No. Do you know what kind of movie it, it is? was enjoyable. That's a, that's a, I'm going to bed, and I'm going to put it on. Yeah, probably why they put it on the gym every day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a zone out. They have, something. like, a movie room in the gym. Yeah. And it's just so I've seen out. the first part of this a couple times. Oh yeah, never watched like the full thing. But yeah, that's what my L5s have seen. Nice. All right, all right. Kendra, why don't you uh, break us off a piece? I haven't said what I watched. You know what? I'm making the executive decision. We don't care what you've watched. Y'all took forever. We're 20 minutes in. So we'll break the fancy feast off then. (laughs) No, I'm telling you what I watched. No! my word (laughs) i finished the wife between us uh i thought it was pretty good i thought it took a little too long to get to the ending and like the big twist or whatever um but i gave it four out of five stars so it's called the wife between us the wife between us yeah you know that is actually a autobiography of mine and christian's life (laughs) there's always a wife between us it doesn't make any sense. The spacing between us. Um, and today I started listening to Amy Poehler's uh, autobiography, Yes, Please. Um, oh. And, and she reads it, obviously. Um, but there's other people in there, like Patrick Stewart is apparently going to be in there, and Seth Meyer. Uh, so I just Kendra, started that. You're... But... Your man crush, Patrick Stewart. I know. <laughs> I didn't wow. even know he was going to be in there when I started it. So Wow. <laughs> um, we finally made it to season five of Smallville. Uh, so we're still slowly working our way through. I think does, there's ten seasons. So Does mom know you're watching this? Yes. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, still making our way through that. Um, this weekend, I binged uh all nine episodes of the masked singer um which is over now um it just ended but i haven't you know i didn't know who anyone was so um eric actually had to like put it on and make me start watching it and then i couldn't stop watching it um because it was so good like every reveal i was like oh my word it's this person um except for a couple i was like oh okay i know that name but i don't really know who you are um, and then the last person could, had no idea who he, who it was. Well, you know, it's a he. Uh, and uh, that reveal was really big. And, like, no one guessed it right. Everyone was really surprised. So I highly recommend The Masked Singer. It is fun, and every week they reveal someone. Uh, so, like... You're, it's like a mystery, and at the end of every episode, you get to like figure out who someone is. And all the all the celebrities were like, I mean, well known celebrities. So 
I mean, it's not like, you know, Chris Pratt or anything, or, but yeah. Or like Tycho with TT. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. uh, but definitely people that you know. So, uh, I highly recommend that. And then tonight going to a birthday party. Happy birthday, Steve. Um, and we are going to watch Die Hard, which I have never seen. Are you serious? The I... Christmas movie Die Hard? Yeah, yes. the Christmas movie. Wow. Um, a, little, a little late. I know. So I'm finally going to understand all the references. I've actually not seen the full thing either, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, the only, I'm the only true American <laughs> on this podcast. Um, so, Corbin, you know Steve. You met Steve. Nick's brother, Steve. Mm, oh, Nick's brother, Steve. Yes. I have I have shared many laughs with Steve. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's all I've seen. All right, uh, all right, Kendra, are we going into the main segment now? No. <laughs> um, we have forgotten the news. <laughs> yes, Christian, <laughs> that was the joke. Kendra, break us off a piece of that fancy feast. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it. All right. This is the news segment of the show. Uh, and we're going to start with a couple pieces of sad news uh, to get them out of the way first. But um, actor Luke Perry passed away this week uh, at 52 from a stroke. Um, yes. Very shocking. Um, people know him, obviously, from Beverly Hills 90210. Um, and I knew him best from Riverdale, um, because he plays Archie's dad on Riverdale. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do. I knew him, I knew him best from Fifth Element. Oh, is he in Fifth Element? Uh, Apparently. I don't know him. My mom called me and asked me if I, she said, oh, Luke Perry died. And we had about a 20 minute conversation about how... I don't know who Luke Perry is, so I I don't if, know who he is. If if he hadn't been in Riverdale, I I I don't know how well I would have known him. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, he was uh, the heartthrob when he was in, on Beverly Hills. I do know everybody loved him. So very sad, very hmm. very sad. Um, more sad news. Did you hear about Alex Trebek? I did. He has stage four pancreatic cancer. Um, But he said, now, just like 50,000 other people in the United States each year, this week I was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Now, normally, the prognosis for this is not very encouraging, but I'm going to fight this, and I'm going to keep working. And with the love and support of my family and friends, and with the help of your prayers also, I plan to beat the low survival rate statistics for this disease. And then he said, truth, truth told, I have to, because under the terms of my contract, I have to host Jeopardy for three more years. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the wit we love. He is just like the grandfather that we never had. That we Who wasn't actually had. our grandfather, but he was a He's in pretty good shape for his age. Yeah. Yeah. He is. So I, I hope he beats it. Yeah, um, for sure. All right, moving on to some uh, more exciting news. Brian K. Vaughn, who is a big-time comic writer, he's written, uh, I mean, he's written tons of stuff, but some of his bigger ones are Paper Girls, Saga, 
and Why the Last Man. Um, he is going to be writing the live-action Gundam movie. Hmm. Um, so that is very exciting because uh, he's a great writer. Um, so hopefully that will be good. Um, and this is, I didn't realize, the first time that Gundam has done anything live-action or will have done anything live-action, unless you're counting uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> um, oh, right. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's really exciting. I think that's a great choice to write that movie. Christian, you're the Gundam, uh, <clears throat> the Gundam expert here. Yeah, I mean, what I was trying to look up what universe it's actually going to be in. Is, is this like a its own universe type um, thing? Or? I don't know. I saw something about Gundam Wing, but I, was, I wasn't sure if um, that's what it was going to be. Hmm. So, you keep looking that up, and I'm going to move on to the next bit of news, which is Sandlot news. Um, so, the Sandlot is going to be uh, coming back as a TV show with all the original cast members. Um, I have I have seen this, and it's going to be set in 1984. Um, that's all we know so far, uh, and we don't even. It's going to be on some sort of streaming service, but we don't know which one yet. Um, but the director of the first movie uh, came out and said that they're doing a TV show, so that's fun. Um, what do you think about this? <laughs> Are you excited? Uh, yeah, I'll watch it. I mean, I if it's like the original people, I think that's way more fun than just having you know different people play everybody. Yeah, I I don't know. I just think things should stay dead. So <laughs> that's how I feel. Well, speaking of things that uh, are coming back, uh, we have news about Amazon's Lord of the Rings show. Um, so people have been talking <laughs> mm. about how. Uh, it's it might follow like a young Aragorn, um, but that is not going to be the case. Uh, Amazon tweeted a picture of a map of Middle Earth that showed the island of Numenor, um, and they said, "Welcome to the Second Age." So the show, I guess, is going to be centered around the Second Age of Middle Earth, um, and. Uh, there's all that stuff about, you know, the fall of Numenor and all that. Uh, but we don't know if it's going to focus on that or what. That is a step in the right direction. Yeah, I think this is good news. <laughs> I yeah. think let's, let's, I mean, there's so much Middle Earth Yeah, that would history. be an interesting. They're, they have yet to, to, to squeeze all the, the juice out of this. The melon. second age would be an interesting yeah. time period. Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot, and there definitely should not. Now, the Silmarillion events are those; those are on the second age, right? No, those or are is the, that first. the first age. Those were the, the before, before the bosom of Middle Earth <sighs> became. Gotcha. It was. So, what happened in the second age? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I guess we'll find out when the show I feel comes like... out. I feel like there's been some stuff mentioned from the Second Age, but I just can't remember in the books. Well, yeah. I mean, Gandalf, when he's reading all those scrolls in the first one, it's year 34, 34 of the Second Age. Okay, so Sauron. Isildur. Sauron, Isildur. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from what I read in this article, it said that the Second Age is like 
a long time. Like, there's a lot of years in the second age. So I think they have a lot of stuff to choose from. So Yeah, uh, it's this... like there's a lot of stuff. To it's 3,000 years, apparently. Yeah. So this, this kind of has me back on board. I was saying, like, I'm not going to watch this if it's just like rehashing all the stuff we have already seen. I don't know why you would do that. Yeah. I don't so know. So I'm glad that, that they're Yeah. I'm glad that they are doing something completely different and that I'm totally fine with. Disney, uh as you may know, has their vault system where they keep all their movies in the Disney vault and then they like re-release them every so often. Um they like come out with like the Peter Pan Diamond Edition, and you can only buy it for so long, and then it goes back into the vault. Um, well, now they have announced that they are going to put every single Disney movie on their streaming service, Disney Plus. So, huh. uh, you know, you, can, is, you can't watch these right. anywhere. You have to buy them, and you can't always just go out and buy them because they're in the freaking vault. Um, so it's pretty exciting. I think you, I, I don't know anything about like Blu-ray, like how they're going to do that. Like, I don't know if they'll just have everything available to purchase, but that means you can watch, when you get it, you can watch Davy Crockett. Yeah. You can can watch watch Switch Family Robinson. Yeah. All the things Um, I love. All the stupid, all the live action Disney's. Um, that is just another step in Disney taking over the world and well, everyone selling their soul to Disney. I'm all right with it. Everybody's on yeah, board with it. I mean, it. that is a good way to market that yeah, streaming service. The only way you can get the things that you want are on this streaming service. It's forcing well, people. That's how, that's how every it. streaming service is. That's how, I mean, there's stuff you can only watch on Netflix and stuff you can only watch on Amazon. Yeah, but I guess the difference is this has, like, longevity. Like, this has stuff from, like, when our parents were kids, you know? Yeah. Well, it's different. It's definitely seeming... Like, nobody is signing up for Netflix so they can watch Bright, you know what I mean? But everybody (laughs) will sign up for this so they can watch... I mean, we just heard it from the mouths of Babe, Christian, Davy Crockett. Yeah. So... (laughs) It's definitely looking like... Uh, more and more appealing, especially like people with kids. I can definitely see them. Oh yeah, yeah. So when is Disney? Has they have they put like a release date of like when they're gonna get this? Up um, I think this says uh, by the end of 2019. So this year. It seems like it's the, it. It just seems like they've been a lot of talk about this. Yeah, we've like, been talking about it for a while. a while. Yeah. Um, but end of this year is what they're saying. So. Hmm. Well, welcome just Disney Overlords. Just to interject for one second, I looked up the Gundam stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so it's right now it's not set in a specific universe, but they hinted that it's going to be the original one. Oh. So like the mobile suit Gundam, yeah, from the '60s or '70s. Huh. So all right. Yeah. If it's got Gundam in the title, I will watch it. So. Um, last bit of news is we finally got our Game of Thrones trailer. Uh, amen. And oh my word, it comes out next month. I can't believe it's already here. I mean, we've been waiting forever, but 
I can't believe it's gonna it's fly by. Yeah, looks real good. Should we take yeah. Should we take bets? Who's gonna win the Iron Throne? <sighs> um, I think everyone's gonna die. Everyone. I think a lot of people are going to die. Well, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to die, but uh, I don't think everyone's going to die. It would be. I think in a nice, um, in a nice way, Daenerys will get the throne, and John will just be in the north, probably where he wants to be. Mm. It is rightfully but hers. Either John or Daenerys. One of them is gonna die. I don't think Cer. I think Cersei's gonna die. I don't. I. I don't see oh, yeah. it in a world. Where Cersei's Cersei is... gonna die in a very satisfying way. I, I just... hope so. Yeah. I mean, if she survives, I feel like because she's not gonna do anything about the White Walkers. The thing, yeah. I feel like she's oh, gonna yeah. have like some terrible end. Yeah, she's yeah. a sitting duck. For, you know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that I think Jorah is definitely I, dying. I think jo- jo- I think Jamie's gonna die, but before Jamie dies, he's gonna play a pivotal role that changes his reputation. Yeah, I so, think Jamie's gonna earn back his honor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he won't I don't be want everybody as... to die. I don't want he's Brienne so... of Tarth to die. God, kill her! I hope the White Walkers just stab her a thousand times with. With spears, I have the with good, ice. I have what's the guy that she was in love with that she served originally? Uh, Renly. Renly. I hope Renly's ghost kills her. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Like I don't like the way you've been living since I passed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm super pumped. It's next month. We're all excited. We're all excited. Yeah. So, can't believe that. I know. We're at the end. The end is nigh. All right. That's all the news. All right. All right. Kendra, this is your week to lead us into a place of either darkness <laughs> or of prosperity. <laughs> where, where From do the pit of despair to the highest heights of Kendra, joy. This podcast literally <laughs> hangs on the edge of a knife. Stray but a little. So <laughs> for my nostalgia of the week, I picked a movie that uh, I feel like I always pick a movie. But what? I, oh, I guess last week I picked a TV show. So I feel like you were the one that does not always pick a movie. Okay, cool. Um, so, well, this week I picked a movie and uh, this movie is from 2001. It was mm. one of my favorite movies. I oh, watched God. it. I I I don't even know how many times I oh, watched it. Oh Lord, I can only get wait. Two thousand one. You watched it all the time. When? I'll tell you. I'll tell you the uh, tagline. Uh, Van oh, Helsing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kinder, give me the tagline. Uh, and you'll get it immediately. The tagline is "Real spies, only smaller." <laughs> oh my God. Spy Kids. That's right. Oh, show. This week we are talking about Spy Kids. <laughs> oh my God. Junior. All right. <laughs> um, let's do it. Let's do it. This movie, I can't even say how much I loved it. I loved how cool Antonio Banderas and uh, what's her face was. Uh, oh, what's her name? Carla Jugino. Uh, they were the parents. I thought they were so cool. I loved all the gadgets. Was it McDonald's that had like Spy Kids toys? 
There was probably. some place that had like Spy Kids gadgets, and I like had them all, and I thought they were so cool. So yeah, I I loved everything about this movie. I liked the second movie, and you know, for the most part, I liked the third movie, and I like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. So I think this uh, <laughs> this universe just <laughs> kind of has my. <laughs> Lost all credibility within a matter of seconds. <laughs> Shark Boy and Lava Girl is really not a bad movie. Oh my goodness. If you watch it. It's got it's got some heart. I will never watch it. We I, I watched watch it, it with you. Yeah, I I even thought it was stupid then when I was a kid and it came out. I was like, that looks stupid. I think I've had enough. You know what? Spy Kids three really did a number on me because it got so dumb. Yeah. So fast. You know what my favorite part of Spy Kids 3D is? Is when <laughs> is this the one where they go into the video game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My favorite part, two favorite parts. Number one is when Elijah Wood comes in for all of two seconds, <laughs> has a hundred lives, and dies. Oh, yeah. Funniest oh, thing. Yeah. I, I forgot about that. that. And, and the other part is when... Literally, they're trying. They're like, I didn't even get her email. And even at that time, I was like, Who gets emails? <laughs> um, yeah, your name, bro. Oh, yeah. So yeah, um, this movie. I mean, it's like it was part of those those like I don't know a lot of stuff. I feel when we were growing up, and probably still today, is like kids kids doing stuff and kids being cool and kids are doing adult stuff and that's what this movie was they were like getting to fly around and be spies and i thought that was the best um so this movie came out in 2001 directed by corbin's favorite director robert rodriguez i am literally (laughs) looking i don't I don't know that I've ever looked at Robert Rodriguez's uh, filmography. He did all of these movies. Oh, good Every Lord, single did one. He? And he did uh, Sharp Boy and Lava Girl. And he did Spy Kids 4D. There's a 4D. Yes. yes. You know who's in the 4D one? Is, um, is what's his name? Joe Joe McHale. From, <laughs> from, uh, oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah, that's Joe, right. I forgot Joe about McHale that. Joe McHale and Jessica Alba. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Um, uh, okay. He is, oh, man. There's I apparently not. a TV show as well. I don't know if he directed any of that. But there's apparently a Spy Kids TV show um, that was on, like, last year. So. Well, um, the cast of this movie is a pretty, it's a, I mean, it's a cast. It's a cast of people who we know. <laughs> I mean, know Antonio, them. Antonio Banderas, obviously great. Um, and then Terry Hatcher is in it. And I did not realize it was her until I was looking at it for today for this. But she is, remember when they get to the safe house and then that woman shows up and is like, hey, come with me. And they're like, no, you're a bad guy. That's Terry mm-hmm. Hatcher. Wow. No, I do not remember that, but... That's crazy, yeah. Okay. 
I sort of remember. Like, um, and that, I mean, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, obviously that's Terry Hatcher. But I had no, I didn't know who Terry Hatcher was when I first saw this movie. Um, Cheech is in it of Cheech and Chong. Of Cheech and um, Chong. Danny Trejo is in it. Oh, yeah. Chris, now, let me explain. Christian literally loves everything about Danny Trejo. Isn't that right, <laughs> oh, Christian? Yeah. That's, I I, as much as I love Robert Rodriguez, Christian <laughs> loves Danny Trejo even more than that. <laughs> no, I, I really, I'm not a huge Danny Trejo fan. I'll just go right out and say it. He plays <laughs> well, the same thought, character in everything. Well, I thought much. that the Machete movies came before Spy Kids, but no, they came all. after. Yeah, and it's yeah. funny because that's are like recent, aren't they? Like, well, but that's his character in this movie. Oh, is it really? Yes, they call him Uncle Machete. Oh, oh, that's bizarre. That makes a lot. Which of is sense. why I thought that. They oh, so is Machete in the same universe? Because isn't the girl what's her name? Ale- Alexa Vega, yeah, Pena Vega. She's in Machete, isn't she? Yeah, but she's a lot older, which is why I'm confused. I haven't seen her. any of those movies, they look gross they, because they I don't like Danny right Trejo. They look right up your alley, <laughs> they just look dumb. I watched a trailer for it, and it's like everyone is making out with him, and I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> gross. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, but anyway girls. Um, uh, hold on a second so George Clooney has a very quick cameo in this movie I think he's one of the agents that uh, gets captured and turned into one of the monsters um, Alan Cumming plays Floop and then Tony Shalhoub is also in this movie <laughs> Yes. so there's a lot of names in this movie and uh, I think that's pretty funny. Um, and then Carla Gugino, I don't know if that's how you say that name, but that's what it looks like. She played the mom. Uh, she was just in something, but she was in Sin City. Um, Watchmen. Watchmen. Was Gerald's she in Watchmen? Game. She was yeah, in Gerald's she's Game. The, she's like the main chick. Oh. The mom of the main chick, I should oh, say. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You're right. Haunting um, of Hill House. Did you? Too. Oh, yeah, and the Haunting the of Hill series. House. Did you see Gerald's Game? Uh, I saw, I like, Christian sort of watched loves it. that movie. No, I, it's actually really free. Like, there's some weird stuff in it. Yeah, um, that, I, that's why I didn't. The, I uh, thought I would not like it. The guy that, like... I, it's hard for me. I mean, I've watched it. I can't remember exactly what happens, but the she sees this like creepy dude um, in it who like goes in people's houses and like waits for them to die or something. Ooh. Like doesn't sound exactly, like a movie. doesn't sound like I can't exactly remember, but he was like really gross looking. Um, I didn't even realize that was her. Yeah, but I thought she was. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I had a crush on the mom in this yeah. movie. I was like, good grief, she's attractive. I think everyone had a crush on Antonio Banderas or Carla Gugino in this movie. <laughs> yeah, they were oddly, like, <laughs> they had oddly sexual chemistry in this yeah. movie. I do remember that very well <laughs> for some reason, even though I was a kid Christian. and didn't understand sexual chemistry at the mm, time. There we go. You but tell. it was still noticeable. You could tell. Um, uh, it's also gay, 
this movie also gave me a um, a uh, alternative cuss word, uh, shiitake mushrooms. Oh yeah, shiitake mushrooms. Yep, and I remember getting yelled at for saying that a couple times, and I was like, I don't understand. Well, I remember <laughs> like telling my mom like she just swore and my mom was like no she said shiitake mushrooms and i was like what the heck does that mean yeah so, and then we tried to say it and we weren't allowed yeah yeah so the i think the gadgets are the most fun part of this movie i remember the mom ingrid had like she pressed on her makeup tray and that like opened up a computer on her dresser and uh they had like you know the watches and the jetpacks um that was probably my favorite part um because i was really big into gadgets when i was younger i just loved like any little gadget that i could find um you'd think i'd have a an iWatch at this point but i don't uh favorite parts of the movie do you guys have any favorite parts um, it's been so long. It has. Like, it, I can only remember, like, certain ideas. Like, um, I mean, it was like, isn't, don't they have, like, an army of children in this one? Yeah, like They have an like army clones. of thumbs. They have an no. army of thumbs well, and children. Well, there's some thumbs, but then there's, there's th- they have, uh, there's clones of them that, like, chase them down and they have to fight yeah. them. Yeah, they have clones of them, remember? Because, like, they spin Junie around in yeah. the thing. Like, I specifically remember that fight scene. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I thought, like, it'd be interesting to go back and watch this movie now. Because at the time, it was like, I thought it was really good as a kid. Like, I was shocked and, like, awed by this movie at the time. Yeah. Like, because you just, like... I don't know. It, everything in at this point, it just seemed like everything in this movie was like unexpected. Yeah. You know, like there hadn't been a kids movie like this at the time. Yeah. So, I don't know. It seemed like iconic then. Then they beat the idea into the ground yeah. and made it horrible. So it's kind <laughs> of just like I don't know. Like I re- I think I liked the first one and I think I liked the second one. The second much. one I think is still pretty solid. That's the one where they go to the island and there's yeah. all the like monsters and stuff. Yeah, and Steve I Buscemi cool. is in it. And they added some like characters and, you know, expanded like how many like like kind of gave you an idea of the inner workings of the spy network. Yeah. And they have like the kids department. The yeah, spy. they started a kids spy department, yeah. Yeah. So that's all cool. Um but uh yeah, the I um I, I don't the only scene like it I, do you remember the scene where they like uh where their parents get kidnapped and they see it and then they're like what's going on and it's like yeah. all unraveling and yeah, that, that whole like the way it like unfolds, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, agreed. And Uncle Felix, their... not their uncle. Yeah, not their real uncle. Um, I always thought their house was like so cool because it was like big and open, and they had like a huge oh, yeah. room. Their house was cool. Yeah. Corbin, thoughts on this movie? Um, 
Yeah, it was. I remember at the time it definitely capturing my imagination, which is. I mean, it, I remember loving the gadgets, wishing I was a spy. I think we had seen it in the theaters with some family friends. Um, and so, the, like, us kids really enjoyed it. Um, and, I mean, that's something that. Uh, that's something that Rodriguez does good is the looks and the imagination of stuff looks good, you know? Um, and he does it on a relatively low budget, but everything else is, is so, so, um, so, but yeah, I, I, I agree with Christian. The first one I loved. I thought that as a kid, I thought it was great. I thought um, it was a really cool idea. Um, and so, like, finding out your parents are really uh, cooler than what they are, <laughs> you know. Um, but I know. They always, like, that line was the one in the trailer where she's like, they can't be spies. They're not cool enough. Right. So, it... Um, yeah, and it just kind of felt like a fun universe, you know? Like, it was kind of... I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, there was a lot of, like... I mean, there was CGI, but those, like, the monsters in the second one were, like, claymation types, I think. Yeah, I think so, um, too. And so, it was kind of... I don't know. It was kind of fun. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I honestly have not thought about this movie since, <laughs> like, the fourth since grade. Since today. So, you were really bringing out some stuff. Um. Well, this movie was the first movie that I was like, I want the soundtrack to this movie. And I remember begging my mom to drive me to Barnes and Noble so I could get the soundtrack. And then I was disappointed because I realized what a soundtrack is, which is not singing. It's just like the music from the movie. But there's that scene at the end, like during the credits where she's like on stage, like singing that song. Yes. Um, yeah, I remember that. And he's playing guitar or whatever. Yeah, and I like wanted that song, so I guess that was worth buying the soundtrack. Um, but that was like the first soundtrack I ever bought, like with my own money. Um, so this movie had a budget of thirty-five million, and opening weekend it made uh, over twenty-six million, uh, and then its worldwide gross was a hundred and forty, almost a hundred forty-eight million. So it definitely made back mm -hmm. its money and then right. some. And it's one of those weird ones on Rotten Tomatoes where the critic score is high, but the audience score is very low. It's got a 93 for the critic score, um, but the audience score is a 46. Wow. That's, I would have guessed that's the other way around. I know. That's exactly what I would guess, too. Um, I looked up kind of where people are now. Um, I have kind of been following Alexa Penavega uh, because she was on Dancing with the Stars a couple seasons ago with her husband, Carlos Penavega. Um, so since then, I've kind of, I follow her on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, but she's doing like smaller stuff. Uh, she was in um, Nashville. Don't you like that show? Nashville? Yeah, but we only watched. I don't only think we got to that part. We only oh, okay. watched the first season. Oh, she was in the third season, is what this says. And she's been in uh, some other stuff too. And she uh, recently just had a kid. So her 
Uh, she's really fun to follow. The guy who plays Junie, Daryl Sabara, um, he was the voice of Ben 10 on the reboot of Ben 10, which I didn't realize. And he is married to Megan Trainer, the singer. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's weird. Wow. This article says uh, that they're dating. And so I looked at because this article is from like a year ago. Uh, and so I looked it up and they're married now. Good wow. for the good for them. Um Antonio Banderas, um, he was in a or he's going to be, I'm not sure. This is he's set to star. I don't know if it's happened since then, uh, in a Versace biopic. Um, and he had a minor heart attack recently. Isn't, I think the Versace I think I saw that. I think that he was I'm not sure if that already came out or not. Anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Carla Gugino was in... We've already talked about her. She was in uh, San Andreas. She was in lots of other stuff. So she's still doing good. Danny Trejo, uh, still still kicking around. Um, he has a place called... A taco shop called Trejo's Tacos. And another place called it. Trejo's Coffee and Donuts. And when I was looking up Robert Rodriguez films, there is another Machete movie coming out called Machete Kills in Space. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Wahoo. <laughs> I was laughing. We are all, we are all excited for that. <sighs> um, Cheech, who, uh, you know, was their not uncle, is also still around. He was in Cars 3. So that's exciting. Uh-huh. Um, Alan Cumming was in The Good Wife. Um, Terry Hatcher is, this says, set this... to appear as a villain in the upcoming season of Supergirl. Um, so th- that's funny because she played, uh, Lois Lane in that show. <laughs> um, yes. Let's see. And then Tony Shalhoub also in Cars 3. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Yeah. A reunite. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. I, I, I have nothing but warm memories for this movie. Yeah, I could. I, I guess I could say the same. Uh, it's, it's not a nostalgic thing that I would want to revisit because I know that it would destroy. What I yeah, think about right now. I thought about rewatching it, and then I was like, "Nah, maybe not. Maybe I'll there's, just look up stuff." Yeah, there's definitely some. There's definitely nostalgia that um, is good to rewatch, and nostalgia that's not good to rewatch. Yeah. And I feel like this is this is one that should just stay in the past um, and just kind of <laughs> be there. Because I, I do, I, I loved this movie when I was a kid. But I think I would be really embarrassed to say that I love this movie when I was a kid if I watched it, rewatched it. I think it would probably just be really cheesy and over the top and bad. So yeah, which I'm comfortable. I'm fine with that. But it's not something that I want to revisit. So well, should we rate it? Oh yeah. What do you want to rate it? Uh, (laughs) What do you want to start? Thumb thumbs. Thumb thumbs. Hmm. Um, Dum thumbs. Those are kind of cool, but the CGI probably doesn't stand uh, up to time. I can guarantee you. It's, not, <laughs> it's, early, it's early 2000s. What do you think? Um, Never stands up. Uh, Van Helsing was a great movie. That's oh all I got to say about CGI. 
the day that we do a podcast on Van Helsing. Oh, uh, that's what my next topic is. And I think next week is... You know, honestly, week. I think it'd be tough to decide if I'd rather have a podcast on Davy Crockett or Van Helsing. Oh, man. Wow. Either way, it sounds terrible to Either me. Either one I think would I might be get wonderful. sick and lose my voice and not be able to do it. Well, <laughs> comment on our podcast if you would like to <laughs> hear either Van Helsing or uh, uh, David Crockett. Um, Kendra, I give this six six th- thumb thumbs. Um, six thumb thumbs up. <laughs> so, oh, I like what you now, did there. Now, are you just rating the first movie or the fr- like the whole thing? I'm just rating the first uh, movie. Let's just do first movie. Because that's what we're kind of talked about. Okay. Um, it's good. It's nostalgic. It is a movie that I can reminisce and remember talking about to, to friends and at church and joking around and pretending to be a spy and all that stuff. So... It definitely has the warm feel to it, but I don't ever want to watch this in my adult life. So <laughs> that's it. Kind of just goes down a little bit because of that. Um, hmm. So, and Robert Rodriguez has has just lost all credibility in my <laughs> mind. So, so yeah, I give it a six. Nice, okay. Christian. I'll give it a seven. Uh, I loved this movie when it came out. Uh, definitely had this on VHS. Watch this all the time. Um, if we were rating the full series, I'd probably give this a three, though, because... Oh, boy. Does it go down? It goes, <laughs> when it goes down... Oh, man. It crash. It goes burn. down in the DM. That yeah. is for sure. Yeah. So, it, I don't know. Uh the, I think the one thing that I find really annoying about this franchise is my sister really latched on to the third movie for some reason. Oh, and she would always liked it. And I'd be like, why the heck do you watch this? It's so stupid. But, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to give it a nine, I think. Um, I know I brought it up, but uh, just because <laughs> I know there's parts of it that aren't going to hold up. But for where it stands in my brain, uh, it definitely has at least a nine. Yeah. Um, nine thumb thumbs for me. Well, that's I, that's fair. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a fair reason, fair rating. So Nine. All right. Thumbs. Well, for extra credit today, we're going back to a game that we uh, had a lot of fun with. Oh, uh, what game is that? It's called Name That Movie from oh, the tagline. Yeah. Yes. So. I'm going to read the uh, tagline, and you're going to try and guess what movie it is. Are you ready? Oh, I'm always ready for this game. All right, here's the first one. 1994. Okay. You you won't know the facts until you've seen the fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yes. Is it really? Yeah, I thought I could trick you there. Oh, man. (laughs) How could you trick me? I just did a thing on it. Uh, also 1994 this Christmas the snow hits the fan oh man Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 1994 (laughs) what year did that come out Uh, 80s that was 80s Um, 94 94. it's a Christmas movie Home Alone oh wait Jack Frost nope the Santa Claus Oh, man. <laughs> uh, all right. 1994 still. 
fear can hold you prisoner, hope can set you free. Primal fear. No. I don't even 1994? know. 1994. 1994. Uh, well, it's not Jurassic Park. That's 93. Hope uh, can set you hope free. Hope can set you free. That's what's weird. Can you read it again? Fear can set you prisoner. Hope can, can hold you prisoner. Hope can set you free. The prisoner part is important. Mm, don't. Oh, Shawshank! Yes. Shawshank. Oh. Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. All right. Also 90, 1994. Get ready for Rush Hour. No, it's not Rush Hour. Rush Hour? No. Uh, rush Hour 2? No, no, Christian, Rush Hour <laughs> It's not any of the Rush Hour movies. Oh. <laughs> um, rush Get ready for Rush Hour. Something about driving? Yes. Uh, oh, uh, Taxi Driver? No. Get ready for Rush Hour. Um Something about driving in 1994. Speed. speed. Yes. Are you cheating? Woo! No, I am not. <laughs> Is that the one with Sandra Bullock? Oh, Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves. Oh, that would be the tagline for oh, that yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good movie. All right. 1995. Oh. What okay. kind of man would defy a king? Sounds like Robin Hood. There's there's actually two taglines for this. The other one is every man dies, not oh, every man. Braveheart. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even need to finish that one, man. Yeah. That was a woo. <laughs> um, okay, we'll do two more. Uh, also, nineteen ninety five. You know the name. You know the number. Ghostbusters. No. <laughs> um, when a stranger calls. <laughs> Christian, what years do you think? <laughs> Wait, 94, it's... 95, 95. 94 has to be Rush Hour. I was four that years old. I don't know what, what's around. Um. Okay, well, can you read the tagline again? You know the name. You know the number. Name number Ace Ventura. No. You know the name. You know the name. You know, you know the, the number. number. Hmm. Is this really obvious? Uh, Yeah. A person who their job also comes with their position is a number. The movie 23. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, it's going to make me mad, though. Uh, Goldeneye. Oh. Oh. Okay, that doesn't make me that mad. That's That's, pretty stupid. It's misleading. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What? You know the name. You know the number. He's yeah, 007. Yeah, but when you think, like, name and number, it's, like, calling. I thought, like, you know the name, you know the number to you call. You know, this is exactly the reason why I hate Pierce Brosnan and all his James Bond movies. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan probably did have... All right, last last one, because I got to get out of here. Uh, yeah. This is 1996. Okay, 96, Christian. 96. 96. A lot can happen in the middle of nowhere. The uh, Sahara. No. <laughs> oh, Lord, Christian. A lot can happen in the middle of the. No- there's, there's fire. another, there's a second tagline for this. Uh, a homespun murder story. A homespun murder story. A lot can happen in the middle of nowhere. Frailty. No. Homespun murder story. Clue. No. Uh, I don't know. What was I? I was uh, Chris, five years old. Why are you trying to figure out what you were trying to do in ninety in ninety six? <laughs> like five years old. Watching oh, ninety six. I was obviously Alvin and the Chipmunks. Sing-alongs. All right, you have ten seconds. 
Uh, what can happen in the middle of nowhere? What's the other one? A homespun murder story. Hills have eyes. No. I can't even think with how stupid your <laughs> answers are, Christian. There's a Chainsaw Massacre, <laughs> too. All right, go ahead. Uh, Fago. Oh! <laughs> man, that one made me mad. <laughs> I knew if I thought about it, and somebody goes, oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> All right, if oh, you man. want to tell us your thoughts on Spy Kids or Fargo, uh, you can... Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Nostalgia Me This, or uh, our email is Nostalgia Me This at gmail.com. And you can listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. So don't forget to rate and subscribe. Okay. Well, Kinder, you got to end this with a quote. Yes, I am. Oh, man. Are you like on top of this? Uh, like, no. Ready to go? No, I'm not. Um, let um, me hit you with the tagline. From this movie, Christian. Oh, uh, what's your tagline? I don't know. Oh. I don't know, but I would know that you couldn't guess it. Oh, you know, oh okay. Not... I got I got a quote. Game. I got the quote. The quote is, never send an adult to do a kid's job. Oh, shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> that was a great line. All right. Bye, everybody. Oh, Christian. Why do you, like, what, okay, so when she gives you a tagline. Are you going to say goodbye? Oh. <laughs> Peace. Um, Peace. Bye, guys.